You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I watched it too with trackers. It's an eight-foot creature of some kind with acid for blood, and it arrived on your spaceship. It kills on sight and is generally unpleasant. It's a queen. How did you know that? She'll breed. You'll die. All right, here we are. Fury 161 Golic. We've just been talking about real life uh, nasty people, and uh, yeah, so here we are. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a mood setter, as I just said. You know, we're in the right mindset to be talking about what is he? Uh, Golic is guilty of 32 murders yeah. and 13 accounts of arson. He uh, he is probably the the most dangerous person on this planet. Mm. That's you know, perhaps perhaps that's why he. Um, identified so much with the alien evil knows evil as yeah 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 Gary Oldman yeah. said once yeah so we're talking Golic today yes. Walter Golic Walter I would Gallic, have you yeah. his name's Walter which is uh, ironic his name's Walt and he Disney survive Oh, that's okay. not bad. That actually, yeah, early on as well. Look at that. That's rather good. That's rather good. We are exactly one minute into the recording and yeah. comedy do gold you, already. Do you? Because uh, I, I didn't know his name was Walter until today, doing the research for this. Does it, I don't know if he suits a Walter. Walter to me is is the drip from uh, yeah well, our yeah. version of Dennis the Menace, the British Dennis the Menace. Yeah, Walter, this complete Walter Snodgrass, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got Walter, Walter the, the Wobot. Softy. He's not really Walter the Softy, this guy, is he? No. Walter the Wapist. Walter the Wapist. <laughs> no, Walter's a bit of a Toff's name, isn't it, over yeah, here? Yeah, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he don't look much of a Toff. No, no. I um, I was trying to work out what's going on with his teeth as well. I don't, you get a was very that, good that... shot of his teeth, yeah. don't we? Well, there's, there's quite a few promo shots where he's, like, grimacing for the camera. And at first you think the teeth are, like... Um, He's just because you see him when he's eating the food in the cutscene, and you think, "Oh, he's got all food in it," but it's not. It, it looks like his teeth are meant to be all deformed and his and gums decayed. growing over. Yeah. yeah, very much sort of the, uh, you know, the uh, Texas Chainsaw style of of uh, inbred <laughs> toothiness. And then I thought, they're not just making like a comment on British teeth, are they? It might They're not be. far wrong. But. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, he's one of these characters in Alien 3 that suffered an awful lot oh, through yes. the uh, trimming to make the theatrical version. And, uh, yeah, if you want to see yeah. and try and understand what's going on with Golic, you've got to watch the you've special watch edition. I, mean. I think he he doesn't suffer the most. I think Arthur Walking Stick, or whatever his name was, suffered the most because he got all of his cut out. Yeah. Um, but certainly of the of the named cast he's got the most cow I remember reading a, um, a sort of a, a, an interview with Paul McGann where he said that he went along with his family to the premiere and they, his kids were like turning around to him going where are you? <laughs> what? Yeah. 
Yeah, because he, he thought he was in quite a bit of it. Well, I'm sure he was in more than what's in the special edition bit. Oh, yeah. You know? So so we we have that in the, you know, you barely see him in one version, you see more of him in the other. But I, I think he's also suffering as a character in the editing because we will talk yes. about it in the, in the scenes. His character seems to, to, to move around and, and, and alter his, his vocal performance yeah, he's changes. Def- he's definitely doing different like you say, vocal performances in various scenes. And I don't know whether it's a case of trying stuff out, you know, but yeah, he, like you, you, you tasked me last time with what, what the hell is he doing in that cut scene when he, he sort of goes into this weird accent, but mm. it's also, it's not only a weird accent. He goes super high pitched. Yeah. And it's like, this is such a strange performance. I know he's, he's obviously meant to be a bit unhinged. Well, a lot unhinged. Um, the bit that I think is a, a great shame is that's that's cut out, and it, it wasn't even sort of they didn't. It's not like they filmed it and cut it out. It was in the original scripts and, and was also cut out from Alien, which is the idea that the the alien can communicate. So in Brett's original death, the alien was meant to be hypnotizing him, wasn't it? He mm. was looking at him, he was going, "Oh no, trying to." He sounded like Frankie Howard. No, no, alien. Don't well, so, so so did old yeah. Harry Dean. That 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 yeah, it's on yeah. YouTube. That 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 yeah. grunting noise that he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. So, I think it was because originally they were playing with the idea that because we it's like Golic, in the final version and the, the cut version, it's obviously he thinks the aliens talking to him and commanding him to do stuff. But he's got a long history of saying he gets commands. It's the old devil told me to do it type thing isn't it that mm. a lot of serial killers seem to come up with um, one of them said his, a dog told him to kill people didn't he one of the famous serial killers but mm. I can't remember who answers on a postcard um, there you go that's a Patreon our top five favourite <laughs> serial killers um, but yeah I, I think it would have been interesting if it had t- turned out you know when he goes to well I'm sure we'll get to it in the story but when he goes to let the alien out and he goes in where, that the alien just sort of slowly pads past him looks up at him yeah and then he follows that could have been really interesting couldn't it a nice a different way to go and maybe that is yeah. something like that did happen it's not what yeah, we got we even yeah. in the special edition so at the start we have version one of Golic oh by yes. the way the, the, the name Golic I looked it up I thought maybe this is a made-up name and it's a right. play on gothic, golic sort of thing. Colic, yeah, I've colic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a real surname. All right, wow. It, so there are real... there are some people, Mr. and Mrs. Golic somewhere. Yeah, it's it's a Bosnian, Serbian, ah, and Croatian right. surname, and it says Perhaps no. That's the accent he's doing. I don't think that's Serbian. Um, <laughs> Notable people with their name include, well, we've got a whole bunch of uh, Bosnian and Serbian tennis players. Uh, We have an American football player called Bob Golic. Um, We have a Bosnian footballer called uh, Jovan Golic. We have an American football player and television host, Mike Golic. Um, So, yeah, and there's a... uh, I want to see an American chat show where our Golic is the chat host. Just sat there with blood all over his face grinning at the camera he, he could interview yeah. other golics he could yeah the golic show yeah it'll be it'll be a sports show because apart yeah. from one politician they all seem to be uh, the, the famous ones are all uh, sports people can't can't see uh paul mcgann's golic coming out at wimbledon though can you really? uh, no no right so version one of golic then is yeah. 
Julian Andrews is briefing. Um, he's there. He's chewing something or other. Oh, yeah. And, and, and is clapping on the railing in reaction to Morse's, we've all taken the vow. Yeah. He starts slapping the, the railing in support because we find out later that they're friends. Yes. Morse, yeah, he hasn't got Morse many friends, has he? But, yeah, Morse, Morse and Golic are definitely acquaintances. Yes. The closest thing he's probably got to a friend. Yeah. Okay, so that, that that's number one. Num, uh, that's his first scene. Yeah. Second scene, he's munching on a yogurt or something. Yeah, he's always eating, isn't he? Yeah. He's always yeah. munching away on something. Yeah. Uh, maybe that was his, his character trait. Yeah. Um, this is your characterisation, you're always eating. Um, and he eats with his mouth open, which is just disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. It annoys me. Maybe it's to show off, you know, he has no I social think, well, graces. Well, I think it's that, and, yeah, because it, it's definitely something that that annoys people, doesn't it? It shows that you've got a lack of any sort of social grace if you're eating slapping with your mouth also I suppose because those dental appliances he's wearing he might not have been able to close his mouth to be fair or maybe he was told to do that yeah. to show off the dental yeah, how, yeah oh, that's a good point yes yeah. yeah we put money into it bloody show it off yeah so yeah. He, he's there eating he's to the side of Rains and Boggs yes. um, when Dylan comes in to talk to them um, and he's named um, yes he, yeah. he's a little discussion there. about him isn't it about yeah, they, and they we said, like didn't we? Yeah, in the Rains and Bogs episode, it's rather rude. They're talking about yeah. him, and he's right there. He he stops, doesn't he? When they yeah. when, when Bogs starts saying, uh, "I don't like him. He's crazy and he smells bad," and then they don't want to go out with him anymore. It's like what he sort of does a what look, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's um, interesting that they that almost everyone has given up worrying about what he thinks or that he hears any of this stuff in it. So I'm presuming he's. He's one of those that uh, they either think is too stupid to take it in, or they've tried being polite to him, and it's just a waste of effort. So now, yeah, they're just openly talking in front of him. It's, like, it's a bit rude, but yeah. I mean, um, Dylan says, "Have you got anything to say for yourself?" And he, he just grins, yeah, show, showing off those bad teeth. Yeah. I mean, what could what could you say that he, they they say he acts weirdly and he smells? I don't think he could really. Say come back with anything like that, could he? It's like touche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he does act weirdly, and he's—I imagine he certainly smells. Yeah. This film, you know, has an awful lot of things wrong with it, and and there's not an awful lot of subtlety. But no. I—is this a, a nice subtle touch when Ripley comes into that canteen? He reaches up to his throat. He starts stroking his throat. Is th- is that some sort of like message to us that he's having thoughts about what he wants to do to Ripley? I think I. so. Throttle yeah. her. He wants to throttle her. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, he, his immediate thoughts are: here's a stranger, a female, and he's playing with his own throat, and it's like, yeah, yeah, because then he he stops and he crosses himself. Yeah. So it's like he he he's yep. you know it's like oh I've gone too he, far. Stop yeah. it! Stop it! He weirdly seems to have bought into this religion to a certain mm. extent um, but yeah he, he crosses himself as if to, he, yeah, he realises what he's doing it's like oh I've had I've had uh, impure thoughts or something yes yeah um, again Rains and Bogs episode for this whole yes. uh, rather odd idea that uh, these inmates who have been there for a number of years are mapping out yeah doesn't all the compartments it me. makes no sense if if maybe if they had never been allowed in there and now you know yeah now it's theirs they can go but that's never that's never mentioned they are no, exploring no, it, it it needed a little scene where they're like breaking a seal or something and someone says uh, a whole new section to explore 
uh, almost excited about. It, but no, we don't. It's just why are they? Why are they doing this? Yeah, get yeah, yeah, another, yeah, another casualty probably of the mess behind the scenes, isn't it? Yeah, it's also an odd notion, and I think we mentioned it before that um, you have vending machines. Yeah, on a prison planet because that's what Golic does. He goes across and he he starts kicking one in, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, making some weird noises. <laughs> He's obviously enjoying a bit of violence, isn't he? Hmm. Yeah. And no lines yet. It's rather no. telling. We have Paul McGann, you know, but uh, he hasn't spoken yet. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I, I think this was this one of his first sort of acting roles. Certainly one of his first film roles. I think wasn't it? Was uh, this before? Um, he had been on TV. Yeah. He, he had made one genre film before this. We will talk about shortly. But he had been on TV. He had been in the Monocle Mutineer. Do you remember oh, that? Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah. He yeah. was in that quite a bit before Alien Three. That's the first time I saw yeah, him right. in anything. It's, it's weird. You hire a what? You know, he's a really good actor. You hire someone and then don't give him many lines. But that's, I suppose that's true of most of the inmates, isn't it? They're all. They're all good actors, yeah. just not really given much to do. And I remember watching this film for the first time and spotting him because, you know, I'm a big yeah. fan of With Nail and I. Yeah. And it's like, he's I in With Nail and I. <laughs> you know, he's the co-star, and it's like, yeah. oh, we, we've got him in this, but, hmm, uh, it's very so, weird. Yeah, odd, odd casting to not do anything with them. But again, I, I think it's probably, a, uh, you know, a, a casualty of the utter mess involved in this film isn't it they perhaps they did perhaps they just decided to go with actors because it was chaotic and they thought you know they're going to have the the wherewithal to cope with this yeah. nonsense going yeah. on yeah so yeah rains and bogs uh, uh, listen to that for the whole um the the death of those two yes. he's witness to it um he's following bogs around and then bogs gets pulled up to the ceiling and uh, yeah, he gets his uh, he gets his shower of blood, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets baptized in blood. Um, I've seen a lot of um, reviews and critiques where it says that th- this is the point that he lost his mind. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think he's any crazier after this than before. I think what he's done is he's just supplanted the tenuous uh, grip on religion that Dylan's given him with something he sees as more powerful. Mm. So I, I don't think he goes crazy at this point. I think he's already, you know, as mad as a bicycle, and he's. This is just another step in it. Well, that would hold some weight if we had actually had some dialogue from him. Yeah, yeah. So we would know if there's a character yeah. change, but we can't say yeah. there's a character change because we've had no character yet. No he, character. No. He does say something just before he's drenched in blood. There's something that he mouths. It's completely yeah. inaudible. Um, I guess I, that would have been his first line. Yeah, I wonder if, because uh, most of his lines, especially in the scenes that were cut out, very, very hard to understand what he's actually saying. And, I, I mean, I think that's a consequence of that. He's, he seems to be doing an, an accent I can't put a finger on. It's certainly not his native Liverpudlian accent that I can recognise. He's doing that weird high-pitched sort of thing. And also, I imagine that they would have come and, and ADR'd it because his teeth are obviously causing him not to be mm. that audible. Mm. Um, but yeah, he says something. I've no idea what he says when, when they get killed. No, there's nothing we on the subtitles either. Time, could we? You know? No, no. So he, he runs away. He, yep. en- he, he makes his own way back to the canteen and he's sat there eating. That's when he's discovered by Eric Buggy. Yeah. 
who obviously runs off and tells people because we see him straight jacketed and he's being lifted to the infirmary where finally he does get to speak. Yeah, we finally get some lines from uh, Paul McGann. Yeah, it's it. on minds. It was it, nobody can stop it. What about it? Slaughtered like pigs. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Stop raving, lad. If this thing was anyone's fault, he should have been chained up. I'm cool, sir. That is a fucking hatter. Give him some what he's causing a panic. Clemens? Yes. Yeah. Sedate this poor idiot. Not until we know about the brothers. Please. No, now pull yourself together. You talk to me now. <laughs> now where are Bob's and Reigns? It was. Oh, plus, you're not going to get anything out of him. Wasn't We'll have to send out a search team. I'm afraid we'll have to assume there's a very good chance this simple bastard has murdered them. He didn't do it. It was the dragon, Yep, he says. Feeding on mines. This accent, as you say, this is... It's not <laughs> yeah. it, It's not Paul McGann's real no, no, voice, no. is it? This it's isn't how Paul McGann voice, talks. No. No, it's like I say, he's doing, he's, doing, he's doing something deliberately. I just don't know what it is. Um... It's a, it's almost a sing-song sort of accent and voice in it. It's very, like feeding very strange. on mines. Yeah. He's feeding well, that's on why mines. I originally thought he was meant to be Welsh. Is that he's a got, Welsh yeah. accent? <laughs> a, he's feeding on mines, boy. boy oh. <laughs> oh, there's lovely a big old alien. Um, went into Pakistani there, Um <laughs> Maybe that's what he was yeah, going perhaps for. that's what it was. But yeah, it's... When you said about the Liverpool, and I, I literally have always thought, oh, I, I just assumed he was meant to be playing a Welsh character. And then looking online, it's like no one references that he's meant to be Welsh. It's like, oh, okay. Now, you've met the chap, haven't you? Yes. You've met yeah. Paul McGain. Yeah. I, I, I didn't ask him, what accent are you doing? <laughs> I think you should next time. Yeah. I mean, he's the most accessible, I think, of all alien actors. Yes. He's I think the that, one that's that you pro- yeah probably because of his Doctor Who connections. Yeah, have you think... have you met anybody else from any of the Alien films um, ever? Oh, that's a good. Let's have a think. I'm trying to think if I have. Um, no, no, I don't, I don't think so. No. no, no, I haven't. No, not I haven't even met Paul McGann. So, no. no, I mean to be fair, if you want to meet Paul McGann, it's oh. Yeah, with his big finish stuff, it's fairly simple to to go and meet. Yeah. Um, I've walked past Michael Bean. Oh right, okay. But well, he had like security all round him. Yeah. You know, he was at his table and he had security yeah. all scowling I, at anybody that tried yeah. doing a selfie with him. You know, I've been in the same room as um, John Hurt because when he was doing uh, what the hell film must it have been? He was doing some film and he was at the NEC. But you know, when you sort of walk past just to have a, a neb but you're mm. not going to queue up for an hour and pay 80 quid but uh, yeah but that's the closest I think I've been to anyone else Is uh, there an actor you know alive or dead that you would like to you know just uh, from, from the, I sign would, please Yeah I would have loved to have met Harry Dean uh, and Yaffet I think I think, that I think been, Yaffet's my yeah, number one Yeah I think that would have been superb um, but of course sadly both of them Mm. weren't really into doing the convention scenes no. and that were they they, no. they they did weren't really into that style of thing um but yeah i yeah that that would be i mean i've always i'd like to meet the Scurney weaver but 
I don't think she's ever going to come to Wrexham Comic Con. So. No. And Tom Skerritt has... Uh, he's he, retired he, now, isn't he? Well, he's retired from international yeah. conventions. I think he still I does those in the US. But, uh, yeah, last year was his last one. I still regret not going to that. I yeah. wish I had. Yeah, um, I wish we should, have, we should have made an effort. We're yes. lazy people, though, aren't we? <laughs> Intrinsically. Um, I dare say you could probably... Uh, you could probably meet anyone from uh, Alien Resurrection if you wanted to. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. We could still meet people from Alien Three. They, you know, yes. you know we could meet yeah, the yeah. odd Clive Mantle or or yep. somebody like that, or the guy who plays Aaron. Actually, um, that's someone else I've met, Clive Mantle. I've got a, an autograph from one of the um, Cult TV events. He was. Oh, at there that. you go. There you um, go. But he was he was mainly there because of um, Robin Sherwood, right? His right. little John, isn't he? So, uh, yeah. So that's another one. Okay. So where were we? Yeah. See. Yeah. He, that strange accent. He's on the bed. He's saying he didn't do it. It's feeding on our minds. Yeah. Um, he's dismissed by Andrews and Aaron as mad. Yeah. He should be. <laughs> he should have been chained up. You know. Um, yeah. They don't. They don't really give him any of the benefit of the doubt, do they? No. Uh, which is sort of sort of understandable, but I, I find that line they're feeding on minds really interesting because literally it is, isn't it? Mm. Well, assuming it eats the things it, it well, it's soon of... going to eat Clemens's. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, I would Taste like to have known. Yeah, Ripley comes out and she says, yes. "I want to talk to him about the dragon," and Andrew goes, "Certainly not." And she goes, oh, I'll that, talk to yeah, you that instead. would have been a nice conversation, wouldn't it? I'd have liked what to have would heard she that. have said? What did it look like? You know? Yeah, what, I think what, what so. What does your dragon yeah. look like? You know. Yeah, how big was it? Did it have a weirdly phallic head? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that, that's one of the one of the sort of things I that uh, upsets me a little bit about this film is that there's so many missed opportunities that they seem coy. It's like the whole thing of where Ripley is super coy about telling anyone about this, um, and then, like I say, the film is coy about we don't want to have any sort of discussions about this. Mm. Um, it's a shame. I, I think there's there's a lot of mileage to have some talking in these films. You don't they don't have to be action all the time. No, no. Um, so yeah, she goes off and she has that interview with Andrews instead. Yes. Golic is uh, kept sedated and kept in the infirmary, and later who's all changing strapped up his in... bedpan? Do you reckon that's Clemens? Yeah, Mort. Yeah, Morse. yeah Morse. that's why he's yeah. there. Yeah. So, yeah, later on, he's all strapped up in bed yep. and butts into Ripley and Clemens's uh, talk. Yes. I don't know why everybody blames everybody for everything. Nobody's perfect, only human. There's no such thing as a perfect human. In an insane world, a sane man must appear insane. That's very profound, Golic. Married? Me. You should get married, have kids. Pretty girl. I used to know lots of them back home. They used to like me. For a while. You're gonna die too. Um now this accent, this is this is like yeah. Golic version three now. Yes, yeah, another another 
Yeah, he, he's accent. changed from Welsh Pakistani to I, I think he's trying to do a Hannibal Lecter Anthony Hopkins. Do you reckon? Type when voice. Was, was that ninety one? Yeah. Uh first time to Lambs. Yeah, it would have been, yeah, nineteen ninety one, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um and this was ninety two. So he could well be. Yeah, yeah. He might be doing a bit a touch of the uh, a touch of the Hopkins. Yeah, he, he, he's just looking at the ceiling. He says, nobody's yeah. perfect, only human. In an insane world, a sane man must appear insane. Yeah. So do you think he's trying to justify himself? He's going, I'm the only sane one here. Uh, maybe, maybe. Why does no one bother washing his face? Yeah, later on, it's caked yeah. on him, isn't yeah. it, that blood? I would have thought Morse would have, you know, washed him. He seems like, say, he seems their mates. Hmm, yeah. Um, he asks Ripley, "Are you married?" And um, and you should do because you're a pretty girl. And I used to know lots of them back home, and they used to like me for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Till they yeah. asked me to kill them. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, yes. This is this isn't uh, um, going to be relevant to anybody that isn't you know um, our age and in Britain. But that thing where he says they used to like me for a while in Blake Seven when Villa's talking to his mate, Dorian, or whatever, yes. you yeah. know, and, and he goes, oh, my, my problem was women. Oh, you like them? No, he goes. That yeah. always reminds me of that. Yeah, that, that's sort of the closest Blake Seven came to... A psychopath. Know, sort of yeah, a psychopath. Um, other than Baben. Can you imagine Baben in an alien film? <laughs> that would have been good. The alien um, would have legged it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that, it is... Um, yeah, you're right. You're right there. That yeah, he does sound very much like that. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There, there's a lovely, and again, he's such a good actor, Paul McGann. There's a lovely sort of hint of, of, darkness behind that little innocent phrase, isn't there? They liked me for a while. Yeah. And yeah. then he turns to Ripley and says, uh, "You're going to die too." Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't wrong, was he? Nope. Um. So he. Yep. Yeah, he. We don't see the alien lower down no. out the ceiling. I'm glad we, we don't. We, we, yeah, we've recently talked about this when we're talking about Clemens. Yeah. Um, you know, we see the bed sag from its weight. We see shadows on the uh, curtains and stuff. And it's all his reactions, yeah. isn't it? and it's a good sequence. We don't want to see the alien climbing down the stepladder, do we? That's uh, not no, gonna, no. not going to work. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't warn the other two because I guess he's just terrified. He can't, he can't even say, watch yeah. out, watch out. I don't think he would anyway. No. I don't think he would want because I think he's on the side of the alien, isn't he? He's... Yeah, yeah. But back when um, we we did the Clemens episode, you had a suggestion that it attacks Clemens because yeah, it's protecting because he's, Ripley, yeah. Yeah. which that explains why it doesn't go for Golic. Golic yeah. is in plain view, but the alien lowers itself down and goes for this person it can't see behind a curtain. Yeah, I quite like the. I know it's a little bit predatorish, isn't it? That the alien, if you're not a threat to it, eh, they don't care. Mm. You know, I quite like that sort of idea. It's not then just a like a mad rock monster, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 thinking and calculating. But yeah, it. I mean, we don't. If you're watching the uh, theatrical version, you just assume that it does kill him because you never see him again. No, that's the end of him in yeah. the in the theatrical one, right? Okay. And I remember, I remember at the cinema thinking. What happened to what happened to Golic? Mm. Well, in the special edition, we get a little bit more because we when do, we yes. just see Clem, we see the shadow of the alien and Clemens going back up into the ceiling. He has the line "magnificent." He whispers, "Yeah, 
as he watches it go back up into the ceiling. Um, and yeah, special edition. Uh, we have one more scene with him. Well, two more scenes with him. First one is where with Morse course, is sat yeah. there trimming his hair and yeah. he pleads with Morse uh, to cut him loose. No fucking way. Come on, it hurts. Oh, sorry. Oh, I haven't done nothing. Just don't talk to me. Please, what did I do? Please. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit here and guard your ass like I'm supposed to. I don't need any fucking trouble with Dylan. All I did was tell him about the dragon, what it did to bugs and rings. I didn't lie, you saw it. Fucking hell, I saw it. This gets in here, I'm dead. I can't run. He's not gonna get in here. We got it trapped. So what's the big deal? Come on, please. Let me do something. Don't I always give you cigarettes first? Yeah. And I your friend? I love you, Morse. Behave yourself. Don't be fucking around or I'll get nothing but shit. So where they got it? <laughs> In the waste tank. We got that sucker nailed. I mean tight. Gotta see it again. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, um, which Morse does for some bizarre reason. Well, maybe it's to shut him up because he's got yeah. this ridiculous high-pitched, yes, live a bird style, Liverpudlian, odd. I don't know what he's it's, doing. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not sure what he's doing. It's very effective, whatever it is, because it does. It's unnerving. Yeah, like this weird keening voice, and it? it's like, oh. Yeah. And he he says in that strange accent, "You believe me now about the dragon? You've seen it, and you've got to cut me loose because I can't. If it comes back, I can't run away from it." And Morse makes the mistake of saying, "Well, no worry about that. We've got it trapped." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this the, the next like, bit wouldn't have happened Morse, if he yeah, hadn't Morse, said that. This whole thing. I know it was cut from the film, so it didn't happen. But this whole sequence, basically, it's just Morse Morse's fault, isn't it? Cause yep. He should not have told him, and he should not have let him out. In yeah, straight jacket. Yeah. And and yeah, I love you, Morse. Is the clincher. Yeah, yeah. I always give you cigarettes first. Doesn't he, he says by that, and he says I love you, Morse, and he, he goes, why not? And yeah. I guess it's just to shut him up, and he lets yeah, him l- so. loose, and uh, and he's knocked out for his troubles. Yeah, he gets a fire extinguisher across the back of the head for it. Yeah, and that's when Gollick goes off to the waste room. Yep. And uh, and yeah, there's Arthur Walking Stick, as yes. you say, a, a, a big a, a, scene, yeah. his only scene, yeah. <laughs> and there is no scene of him in the theatrical. No. Um, and he says to Arthur Walking Stick, "Off on, off and on me now." To which Arthur Walking Stick is basically, "What the bloody hell are you going yep. on about?" Yeah, I don't I know had... what that line means. Off no, and I on don't. me now. I had to. Um... I had to watch it about three or four times and I still didn't work out what was going on so it was like oh, subtitles yeah off and on me now 
I don't know. I again, I wonder if there was other bits of this that we're not seeing that might have made it make more sense. Or there's more of yeah. that sentence. Yeah. And we've just got the very end of it. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, Arthur ain't got a clue what he's on about. He um, hasn't got a clue what he's just about no. to do. Because no, it's it's quite a horrific scene, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it's, I think, I think Golic is very sorry that he does it, but in that weird serial killer way, and it's like he kills him, and then he's like, sorry, 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 and yeah. then gone, forgotten about him. It's the quickness of it, yeah. You know, it it really is this. Um, you know, you don't need to see spurting blood. We know that that is yeah. fatal. Um, I've just typed in. Um, off and on me. Yeah. It is a say off, uh, a saying. What does it mean? It's to become very angry and hostile towards one, often unexpectedly. I've never heard of that. Oh, no. that makes sense. So he's it? saying to yeah. um, to Arthur, you're going to b- become really angry with me in a minute, yeah. aren't you? Which, to be fair, he would if he threw it under me. <laughs> if he hadn't died, he would be real yeah. pissed off, wouldn't he? Yeah. All oh, right, that makes sense. Then. Yeah, I, I've never heard that. Is that? Is it? Must be American. Off and on me now. Hmm. So yeah, he goes across. Uh, he he gets to the door control. It's got yeah. a big red button, and I thought yeah. he was going to press it, but he doesn't. He turns the dial, opens the door, and says, "Tell me what to do next." And he yeah. walks into the darkness. And we have that really nice shot where he walks into the light, and we can only see his eyes. Yeah, he walks into the Captain Kirk spotlight, doesn't he? You know where Captain Kirk yes. would always move strategically, and well, his eyes were lit up. Um, and yeah, he does that. It's really nice, really lovely. Again, lovely David Fincher shot. And it's lovely. Yeah. I love that choral music. Yeah, that music. Uh, that the music in this is is brilliant in yeah. Alien Three. Um, and uh, yeah, he asks, "What what do you want me to do next?" I would like to have seen what he sees, and there, yeah. as you say, the alien just walks past him or something. But yeah, unfortunately, something like that, they just cuts. They've dubbed, they've dubbed on a like a bone crunching noise yeah. and then outruns the alien so he yeah, just killed very he just killed Golic. Way. yeah it'd be nice you know the I was expecting a shot like where you get a it's a dark screen and then the alien do you know well, like the queen alien when it comes out the lift mm, yeah just yeah it slowly reveals itself that would have been nice perhaps it would have done again it was none of this was ever finished was it but the question is why why, why wouldn't it kill him because the alien yeah. from Alien would kill anything it saw, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, 100%. But that's why it would have been nice if... Um, like I say it would have been interesting if they'd have just gone down that route a bit, that it doesn't kill him. Mm. He walks past him. Yeah. You know, because you then, you've then got a human uh, antagonist that you could do things with instead of that dreadful chase sequence. Yeah. You know, they no one thinks he's alive. They think he's been killed. He's going round and he kills some of the, you know, that big pile of people they find. Yeah, Perhaps it's Golic. It's, it's him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, bye bye Golic. Yeah, Golic gone, mm. but not forgotten. Very, very, uh, not so much in the theatrical version, but very, very interesting character. Yes. Yeah. At least he gets some characterization, doesn't he? Which most of the other poor convicts don't get. He he gets multiple accents as well. Yeah. That's what most <laughs> actors don't get in a film. Yeah nice if he'd have settled on one of them but again it might be that might be it might have been the brief that that's just one of Golic's annoying traits do you think it's meant to represent uh, schizophrenia I think so yeah it's multiple personalities going on in his head so the one who's calmly talking about a sane man in an insane world is another persona 
Of yeah, Gothic I think so. I, I mean, done so much better in was it Splinter the yes, yeah, Shamal Um Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's it's meant to imply again split personalities, schizophrenia, just general craziness, mm. um, and it does work. He's he's such an unnerving character. There's nothing likable or lovable about this character, is there? No, no, not at all, not at all. All right, so yeah, Paul McGann then. Um, yeah, one of the twenty-seven McGann clones, <laughs> bred to uh, to fill the comedy houses of Liverpool, of course. Yes, yeah, he's the younger yeah. brother of Joe McGann. Yeah, um, weird. Yeah. At one point, Joe was a bigger star. Wasn't he, he was, he yeah. was, uh, and he's older brother of Mark and Stephen McGann. Um, you, yesterday we were talking after doing our uh, Boys in Blue commentary. And we were talking about talking about Paul McGann today. Yep. You you were saying about how he was originally cast as Sharp yes. yeah. in Sharp, but I thought it was before they started filming. No, they'd but gone out to film. It, and they it was were in like filming. a lunch break of the filming on location. They, they were it? out in the Ukraine, yeah. and yeah, he broke his leg playing football a few yeah. days into shooting. Yeah, and they immediately replaced him with Sean Bean. Who um, yes yeah. took off <laughs> somewhat, which it, it sounds very very um, very very sort of crass and unthinking. But what else could they do? Their first couple of days of a mammoth new, very major, expensive, you know, top tier uh, TV adaptation, and your main star cannot do it for six months or whatever while his legs in plaster. Yeah. They had to recast him. There's nothing else they could do. Yeah. I hope he got a decent payoff for it, but it's more the would he have been of the Sean Bean, you know, would he have gone on to do Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones? Or... It's interesting to think of him yeah. in those things. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, him having to replace Paul McGann, it says triggered the largest insurance settlement in British television really? history, wow. a value of two million. Uh, one hundred twenty-eight thousand pounds. That's an expensive old game of foot, Ian. Yeah, yeah. Do you think if he had, you know, been the alternative Sean Bean, he would have uh, become infamous for dying in every? I don't thing know. Because, if to, to sort of to view how he probably would have played it, um, he played Mr. Bush in uh, Hornblower. He was brilliant at it. Really good character. Um, and I think it would have been like that. I think he would have been a less, a less likable sharp I think he would have been a bit more edgy than mm. sharp a bit mm. more like the sharp of the books because sharp in the books isn't particularly likable he's 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 got a limited amount of time to to become self-sufficient and rich and that's what he's doing whereas obviously in the in a TV show Sean Bean playing him more as a a hero that's forced into a situation he doesn't want to be in yeah, um, yeah. but I, I'd love to have seen it I, yeah. you know I do like Paul McGann's uh, acting in almost yeah. everything I've seen him in. You do know the Sean Bean joke, don't you? What's that, Carl? I tried to send Sean Bean a death threat. He mistook it for a job offer. <laughs> no, I've not heard that. That's one. quite a good one, that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, about old poor old Paul missing out, and and maybe you don't know. Um, you know, he might be quite zen about it all, but you know, it it must be gutting if you missed out on this opportunity, this springboard to you know success. To then go back afterwards, he narrated the yes, audiobook yeah. versions of Sharp. Well, what would be even worse is, I, I think I think most actors are quite 
sort of they're you know they're pragmatists don't they it's like yeah okay you get one job you don't get another what would be terrible is if he had to do the audiobook narrations which are very good i mean he does it's a good a good narration on it what if that was part of the contract that he had to uphold mm. even though he didn't play sharp yeah that is that rubbing been your cool, nose in it wouldn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good news, good news, Paul. Uh, you are you are going to play sharp. What? Well, you owe him twenty-seven audiobook navigate uh, narrations. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. He oh. did. Um, he probably wouldn't have got Doctor Who though if he'd have been sharp. No. 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 So true. there is that. I don't yeah. know. If, is that is that some small comfort to him? Mm, maybe. Um, you say about you know Clive Mantle being Little John yeah. in Robin of Sherwood. Um, he went up to replace Michael Prade oh, right. as, as Robin yeah. um, but he lost out to Jason Connery you know that plank of wood uh, I would have liked to have seen that would have been a logical thing wouldn't it yeah yeah that would have been good yeah I would, I would like Are to see these, Paul yeah. McGann as, as Robin he's, to be fair I mean Jason Connery seems like a lovely fella but Paul McGann is a much much better actor yeah yeah well talking about his acting genre tally uh, yep. is quite small, only 12. Oh, right, I thought it would be higher than that. No, 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 no. And here we go. Uh, I suppose for... you're not including the big finishes, are you? No. Audiobooks no. don't count. Yeah. No, audiobooks don't count. Um, so the very first genre thing he did was Afraid of the Dark. Oh, is that that American? I don't think it's American. Oh, is that, did they do it? Maybe it is, because James Fox is in it, and James Fox oh, right. didn't appear in much American stuff, did no. he? Um, Perhaps he did a British one. It says a little boy obsessed with blindness and violence slowly gets trapped in his own de- own delusions. That sounds like a, a heartwarming family tale yes. that you'd want to watch on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, you? take your children to see that. Yeah. Then Alien Three. Then of course the infamous Doctor Who movie. Yes. Where he got a lot of flack for that, didn't he? And he did. It, it's but he's not fair. Re- no, he's really he's a good doctor. I think big. That's one thing Big Finish have done is they've, you know, much the same with Colin Baker. They've shown people that, you know, what he's actually a good doctor. I th- I was gutted when it didn't carry on because I I would have loved to have seen more of him, uh, as the doctor. I thought he nailed it straight away. I didn't like his hair. His well, hair, was, dodgy was, wig, wasn't yeah, it? Dodgy yeah, wig. very dodgy. He should have had the old Christopher Eccleston haircut. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was a, a consequence though of. It, it, unlike say the 2005 relaunch they wanted to honour everything realistically I mean it, that they got it so wrong is amazing but they wanted to like uh, the Doctor has to wear a frock coat the Doctor yeah. has to have long hair because it was like almost playing to we want we want to play to the audience perception that's never really watched much Doctor Who of what the Doctor is mm. um, but I think he's he, it was a good character and I, I I think he, he sort of uh, he pulled a lot out of it. We will be discussing that on Doctor Who Adversaries. We will, yeah. When we reach the uh, that that segment of the I, master. I also, yeah, I also think Eric Roberts is brilliant as a master. So I'm in a very minority viewpoint there. I haven't seen it since the video days. All oh, right, well, you know, ah, the the infamous uh, edited video. Yeah, it was twenty four ninety nine or something, and we got it two weeks after the Americans. Yes. Got there. Oh, it's all coming back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. After that fairy tale, true story. Who was in that? I don't know that one. It's the one about the. Is it the Cotting Hill fairies? You know, oh, the, okay. Yeah. The girls yep. reckon they could photograph uh, 
fairies at the bottom of the garden. Queen of the Damned. Oh, God, was he in that? He was in that. That's I, terrible friend. I don't think I ever watched it. Um, the interview with the vampire was just so not what I had in my head from when I read the no. book and really enjoyed the book. It just put me off. I, um, I'd never read the books. Um, and I quite enjoyed Interview of a Vampire, but I watched it again recently. It's not aged at all well. No. Um, then we've got Doctor Who Sharda, the animated Oh, yes. Yeah, he, he did the Linkin yep. stuff for that, didn't he? Oh, yeah. no, didn't they, didn't they upgraded it, didn't no, they? No, he was the Doctor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they... And, oh, God, it was, it was so bizarre, because Romana was in it, but with him as the Doctor, it was so... Yeah, very, very strange version mm. of it. Yeah. Twisted Tales, that un- anthology thing, yep. he was in that. Then a 16-minute short called Fables of Forgotten Things. Oh, I don't right. know that. I don't know where... Sounds a bit arty, that. Yeah, where where would you where <coughs> would you be showing this? Because shorts, you know, when I started in the cinema, you had shorts. You had, yeah. you, you, you had a short, then you had a sales break, ads trailers, main film. Yeah. But, but that you was long know. gone by this time. Um, it says a mysterious drifter and his young friend must save a frightened, forgetful old lady from a memory-eating ghost. All right. In 16 minutes? In 16 minutes, oh, yeah. Okay, that sounds yep. rushed. Um, I suppose it could it could be one of those shorts that's made purely for the awards, um, things like cans and... Oh, it's not the, an internet know. thing, is it? Well, that's Because right. we're in the be, inter- yeah. it's in the internet era now. Um or a YouTube exclusive or something like that. Then he was in Lesbian Vampire Killers. Oh, yes, yeah, I remember him in that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then something That's I... That's quite a funny film, actually. Yeah, well, what is funnier yeah. is uh, The Five-ish Doctors. Oh, yes, that is brilliant. Yeah, I forgot he's in that. He's, he's, very he's not in it that. much, but... No. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, of course, you know, after the, the animated Sharda thing, you know, this yep. is him coming back into the fold of Doctor Who and uh, being embraced by Doctor Who fans and I'm yes, so glad yeah. that, that that it has all been sorted out I mean that that was his last genre thing the couple of times he was in Doctor Who um, you know it's great that fans you know they don't he's he's not seen as the uh, the villain in the fans eyes no, anymore because no. he was Doctor for a while, wasn't he he yeah. was yeah, you yeah. Know, there was that whole thing of um, unfortunately uh, when his first appearance or whatever uh, was it the anoraks are coming and he was very dismissive of the Doctor Who fans he'd mm. been warned beforehand of that and then he didn't really want anything to do with it and again it's it's an actor isn't it you don't if you're not getting paid to do something you're on to something else yeah. you're not thinking about what you did last year yeah um, but yeah it was nice it was nice that he came back into the fold and everyone people, a bit like Chris Eccleston wasn't it yeah it was good you to know? see him come yeah. back and, and you know Paul was uh, embrace fandom. He always seems to be having a good time at the conventions. Yeah. He always yeah. seems to be genuine. When I see people who have had their, you know, uh, photo taken with him, he seems to be yeah. quite happy to be there. Yeah, Not one of these I mean, like, I'll oh, get on with it next sort of. No, he's, he seemed very nice and chatty when I met him. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be an act, but I don't think so. I've I've met people that they're quite obvious that they don't want to be there and they just want your money. Yeah, but he didn't seem well. Yeah, I think he always comes across as a very nice, a very intelligent fella. I yeah. think. When you uh, talk to him, what did you talk to him about? Oh, just the usual <coughs> fan faff of uh, I really like your work and I loved you in Doctor Who. And, uh, you didn't mention Alien Three to him, did you? 
Uh, no, I didn't. No, I um, before we did this podcast, realistically to me, there was Alien and Aliens. And I mm. didn't. Alien Three was like it's alright, but I I wasn't I wasn't as au fait with it or. I'd have probably forgotten he was in it. Yeah, if you'd gone to a convention yeah. and you see the big boards up there and you see there's somebody from like Alien Three, you go, "Oh, okay. yeah, I would have." Now I'd like jump at it, but yeah, times change. You've Indeed. educated me. Now. <laughs> We've educated each other. Yes. All have right. we educated any of the listeners? Probably not. No, no. Um, all right. So out of ten, what? Yes. What oh, do you give right, yes. I forgot. We were, we were, uh, do, do we do we split it between design no, and no no, just, no, 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 no. no. on this show it's just a round number this is weird because he he is an absolutely obnoxious horrible disgusting character wearing rags that obviously smells with bad teeth with bad teeth but we got to judge him on is it like how does he work as a character i think he's, i think after like andrews uh 58 or 85, whatever, I probably just downgraded his IQ again. Um, and Clemens. Oh, and Dylan, I suppose. He's probably the the prisoner with the most interesting parts of the film. Hmm. Um, and I do like Paul McGann. Do you know what? I'm going to give him an... Oh, I don't know if we go seven or eight, so I'm going to go seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. All right. Well, I gave him seven. Yeah. Right. So, that, so that's 7.25. All right. Which means he is he in an escape pod? No, he's all by himself. Oh, in oh, is an he escape on, oh pod. shoot! I was going to say, what poor sod would have to share it with him? No, 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 no. He is for the moment. He's by himself oh. in number seven point two five. Who's uh, below him and above him? Uh, just below him, we've got Drake and Vasquez. That little. Oh, they lo- wouldn't like him, would they? No, and just above him is a pwn who wouldn't take any crap from no. him at all. Yeah, he's probably better off on his own now. To be fair. Yes. Yeah. Okay, no. Right, that's it. Golic yeah. is done. Fury one six one. Bye bye. Hello. Oh, Gordon Bennett. Uh, the Auriga. Oh no. What? Who well, are we doing now? Last time it was Vries, yep. wasn't it? Yes, that's true. So I thought it's only logical to have the uh, the the person who made all the jokes about Vries. Uh, we're going to talk Jonna or Jonah. Or whatever yeah, you I'm never call sure him. what he's called. I think it's Jonna, isn't it? It it's spelt Jonna. Yeah, we'll have to find out. Well, it means we have to watch it again. Oh dear. Um, the filmography on him, Ron Perlman, is going to be quite long, I think. Yeah, he, he yeah. has been in the genre yeah. field an awful lot, yeah. hasn't he? Again, we're going to have to discuss a character that neither of us probably like, that doesn't really work, but played by usually a very very good and watchable actor and this is this is the thing that's always a disappointment about yeah. this character is you know the uh, the the actor can do a lot better yeah you know? yeah i mean normally you're if you see ron perman in a film or especially ron you know if it's a starring film you think oh i'm all right yeah i'll, I'll enjoy this whatever um but yeah hmm wonder why it failed so and badly. And just so much about this character we're next going to be talking about is just stupid. Yeah. Ah. You know, the, we're yeah. going to use the word stupid a lot, I think. It's just I, stupid I think so, choices. Yeah. I think we're going to, it's going to be another one of those, for some reason, yeah. <laughs> rundowns, isn't it? He, yeah. he did this, for some reason. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, yeah. yeah join uh, us for that. Join us for that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you, Ian. No problem. Thanks, See you Ian. next time.
Bye-bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.